The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. China's first ever 8K panoramic sound Kun Chu opera film, The Handan Dream, has been screened in Shanghai as part of efforts to preserve the 600-year-old intangible cultural heritage of China. The Handan Dream is a celebrated Kun Chu opera masterpiece. One of the four literary classics written by Chinese playwright Tang Xianzu over four hundred years ago in the Ming Dynasty, it tells the tale of the scholar Lu Shang, who encounters an immortal Liu Dongbin and experiences fifty years of a high official's life in a dream. This cinematic undertaking began production in April 2021, in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the UNESCO recognition of Kun Chu Opera, and the 100th anniversary for the founding of the Kun Chu Teaching and Learning Institute. The film is set to grace screens across the country by the end of the year. The lead actress Liang Guyin said at the premiere that bringing the Handan Dream from the stage to the silver screen is a truly heartwarming achievement in passing on the legacy of Kun Chu Opera. During filming. The demands of 8K technology, in terms of clarity and color, raised new challenges for makeup, costumes, and post-production. The technical team spent over half a year creating special effects for the film, involving AI technology. Gu Haohao, director of Shanghai Kunchu Opera Troupe. And the executive producer of the film said, "Many viewers felt gratified after watching the performances of seasoned artists on the silver screen." Gu believes that this film will be an invaluable resource not just for the present but also for the future. According to Gu, the Shanghai Kunchu Opera Troupe. Plans to produce film adaptations of all four plays in the Four Dreams of Lin Chuan series by Tang Xianzu, featuring both veteran and young actors. She noted that the team will improve the productions based on feedback from the audience and continue preserving classic works. In such cinematic format, which is an excellent means of promoting and preserving the heritage of Kun Chu Opera. In late October, the Handan Dream 
will be showcased at the 36th Tokyo International Film Festival and the 19th Chinese American Film Festival. Originating in Kunshan in East China's Jiangsu Province, Kunchu Opera is one of the oldest forms of opera existing to this day in China, with its origins dating back to the Song Dynasty over 700 years ago. In 2001, it was listed as one of the masterpieces of the oral and intangible Cultural Heritage of Humanity by UNESCO, the first item of Chinese cultural heritage to gain such recognition. This is Special English. Clinical nutrition management is becoming a trend in China's pet industry, as pet owners are realizing the importance of the feeding and health management for their pets' health. Expert veterinarians are advocating incorporating nutrition into the practice of clinical treatment. Xin Shengpeng, Vice President of the Chinese Veterinary Medical Association, said that China's growing number of pet dogs and cats and the owners' increasing demands for pet nutrition are important drivers for the growth of clinical nutrition management at veterinary hospitals. Xin added that to ensure high-quality development in pet healthcare, professional knowledge empowerment is necessary for building up trust among pet owners. According to an industry report published earlier this year, China's pet market exceeded 270 billion yuan in 2022, about 37 billion US dollars. There will be an estimated 53 million elderly cats and dogs in China by 2025, furthering growth in the pet medical market in particular, which is expected to jump from 31 billion yuan at the end of 2022 to 70 billion yuan by 2027. Despite its rapid growth, the pet diagnosis and treatment industry also faces challenges. The number of pet hospitals nationwide is close to 20,000, with a gap of 300,000 veterinarians. A veterinarian surnamed Wang said that there's still more work to be done on pet clinical nutrition in China, but it has indeed received increasing attention in recent years. Wang said that clinical nutrition can help treat sick pets and improve animal welfare. You're listening to Special English.
The Chinese Archaeological Museum, a national-level professional museum established by the Chinese Academy of History, has opened to the general public. Located in the northern part of the Beijing Central Axis, the museum has an exhibition space spanning more than seven thousand square meters. And showcases over six thousand exhibits. As its unique feature, the museum will showcase its collections in a warehouse style and offer an immersive experience for visitors. It also combines exhibitions with heritage preservation, academic research, and publicity. The museum opens between 9 a.m. and 4:30 p.m. from Tuesday to Sunday, with corresponding adjustments on national holidays. Tuesday is a group visit exclusive, and Wednesday to Sunday are open to members of the public. Reservations are required for all visits. You're listening to Special English. China is expected to receive one fifth of the world's new commercial aircraft deliveries over the next twenty years. That is according to Boeing's latest market forecast, released in Beijing in September. Darren Hulst. Vice President of Marketing for Boeing Commercial Airplanes said, "China is still the biggest growth market in the world. Boeing's commercial market outlook shows that over the next 20 years, the global civil aviation market will have demand for over 42,500 new commercial aircraft." China's growing civil aviation market will drive that demand with 8,560 new commercial aircraft needed, according to Hulst. More than 400 aeroplanes are expected to enter the Chinese civil aviation market on average each year to meet the demand. Brought by increasing air traffic capacity and retired aircraft replacement, additionally, the e-commerce and express delivery industries will continuously boost demand for cargo aircraft. China's overall commercial airliner fleet is expected to more than double to almost nine thousand six hundred planes. By 2042. This is special English. A group of Chinese researchers has revealed the factors that drive the upward move of the world's tree lines, providing new evidence for the impact of climate change on global ecosystems. Mountain tree lines are sensitive to climate change. However, the way that climate impacts mountain tree lines 
is not fully understood, as they may also be affected by human activities. A research group from China's Southern University of Science and Technology has established a database after collecting high-resolution remote sensing images of some 916,000 kilometers of closed-loop mountain tree lines across 243 mountains around the world. Closed-loop mountain tree lines encircle a mountain and are less likely to have been influenced by human activities and land usage. After analyzing the database, the group found that temperature is the main climatic driver of tree line elevation in boreal and tropical regions. Whereas precipitation is the main factor in temperate zones, about seventy percent of closed-loop mountain tree lines have moved upward, with an average shift rate of one point two meters per year over the first decade of the twenty-first century. The study has been published in the journal Global Change Biology. The study also found. That tree lines are shifting fastest in the tropical regions, with an average shift rate of 3.1 meters per year. For example, in Malawi and Indonesia, some tree lines are moving upward at a rate of 10 meters per year. He Shinyue, the first author of the paper. Said that while the upward movement of tree lines means more trees can absorb more carbon from the atmosphere, and expand the habitat of some forest species, it also poses challenges for fragile ecosystems at high altitudes. He added that plants and animals at high altitudes are often very sensitive to environmental changes. As tree lines move up, they begin to compete for space and nutrition, which can seriously threaten some endemic species. This is special English. The first of its kind online dispute resolution platform in Shanghai has been well received by the public. Since starting operations in December 2022, that is according to the Shanghai Municipal Justice Bureau. Peng Sen, Deputy Division Head of Rule of Law Promotion at the Bureau, said that the goal of establishing the online platform was to help individuals and enterprises. With disputes related to areas like consumer activity, marriage and family affairs, medical treatment, and prepaid services, Pang noted that when a user specifies details of a dispute, the system will automatically recommend several mediation centers. According to the address and the scope of dispute resolution, the user can then choose 
a suitable centre to proceed with the dispute resolution process. To date, 95% of the more than 14,000 disputes logged on the platform have been resolved by mediation centres. Zhang Yi, an inspector at the Bureau, said that more than 6,700 dispute mediation centres can be found on the platform. Some workers at district-level dispute mediation centres said that the number of cases they have received has grown since the launch of the online platform as it is easy to use and accessible to people from different backgrounds. Pang said that more dispute mediation institutions will become part of the platform, thus giving people more choices. Also, new functions like online mediation will be introduced. You're listening to Special English. A total of 236 yellow-breasted buntings, a critically endangered bird species, have been sighted in a wetland along the Yellow River in central China's Hunan province. It is the wetland's highest monitoring data of the yellow-breasted bunting population collected in recent years. That is according to researchers at the Hernan Yellow River Wetland National Nature Reserve. The once abundant species was classified as least concerned by the International Union for Conservation of Nature Red List criteria prior to 2004. However, it was upgraded to critically endangered in 2017 because of overhunting. The rare bird is now under first-class state protection in China. Guo Jun, with the Meng Jin Administration Center of the Wetland Reserve, said that in previous years, the population of yellow-breasted buntings was observed to be about 100 annually, but this year the population has increased significantly. Birds are the barometer of wetland ecology. Gore noted that the large-scale appearance of the critically endangered species also helps to prove that the wetland is safe and a suitable environment for the wildlife species. Gore said that the public awareness of bird protection has been raised in Hernan over the years, which also contributed to the increasing population of the rare wildlife. Thanks to intensified wildlife conservation efforts and ecosystem improvements, the number of wild birds has surged in the Mengjin Yellow River wetland over the years. Currently, the wetland has 310 bird species, including 14 under first-class state protection, making the reserve a favourable 
Wild bird habitat. This is special English. That is the end of this edition of special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Clinical nutrition management is becoming a trend in China's pet industry, as pet owners are realizing the importance of the feeding and health management for their pets' health. Expert veterinarians are advocating for incorporating nutrition into the practice of clinical treatment. Xin Shengpang, vice president of the Chinese Veterinary Medical Association, said that China's growing number of pet dogs and cats and the owners' increasing demands for pet nutrition are important drivers for the growth of clinical nutrition management at veterinary hospitals. Xin added that to ensure high-quality development in pet healthcare, professional knowledge empowerment is necessary for building up trust among pet owners. According to an industry report published earlier this year, China's pet market exceeded 270 billion yuan in 2022, about 37 billion U.S. dollars. There will be an estimated 53 million elderly cats and dogs in China by 2025. Furthering growth in the pet medical market, in particular, which is expected to jump from 31 billion yuan at the end of 2022 to 70 billion yuan by 2027, despite its rapid growth, the pet diagnosis and treatment industry also faces challenges. The number of pet hospitals nationwide is close to 20,000, with a gap of 300,000 veterinarians. A veterinarian, surnamed Wang, said that there's still more work to be done on pet clinical nutrition in China, but it has indeed received increasing attention in recent years. Wang said that clinical nutrition can help treat sick pets and improve animal welfare. You're listening to Special English. A group of Chinese researchers has revealed the factors that drive the upward move of the world's tree lines, providing new evidence for the impact of climate change on global ecosystems. Mountain tree lines are sensitive to climate change. However, the way that climate impacts mountain tree lines is not fully understood, as they may also be affected by human activities. A research group from China's Southern University of Science and Technology. Has established a database after collecting high-resolution remote sensing images of some 916,000 kilometers of closed-loop mountain tree lines across 243 mountains around the world. The closed-loop mountain tree lines encircle a mountain and are less likely to have been influenced by human activities and land usage. After analyzing the database. The group found that temperature is the main climatic driver of treeline elevation in boreal and tropical regions, whereas precipitation is the main factor in temperate zones. About 70% of closed-loop mountain treelines have moved upward, with an average shift rate of 1.2 meters per year over the first decade of the 21st century. The study has been published in the journal Global Change Biology. The study also found that tree lines are shifting fastest in the tropical regions, with an average shift rate of 3.1 meters per year. For example, in Malawi and Indonesia, some tree lines are moving upward at a rate of 10 meters per year. Hershey Newe, the first author of the paper, said that while the upward movement of tree lines means more trees can absorb more carbon from the atmosphere and expand the habitat of some forest species. 
It also poses challenges for fragile ecosystems at high altitudes. He added that plants and animals at high altitudes are often very sensitive to environmental changes. As tree lines move up, they begin to compete for space and nutrition, which can seriously threaten some endemic species. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. <laughs>